Blog Talk Radio. Truth. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence by the military-industrial complex. Are the Bible's prophecies today's reality? This could be the sign that signals the return of Christ. World leaders are working behind the curtains. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. Secret societies, secret oaths, secret proceedings. Now, get ready for an hour of truth that will make you think. We'll examine Bible prophecy and see how close we are to the return of Jesus Christ for His church. You're in the zone. Politics, Israel, the Middle East, the revised European superstate, and more. All in the zone. This is the Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. My name is Christine Wyke, and we welcome you here as we start working through the book of Revelation and as we start looking at the end times as it relates to this book of Revelation. Tonight we are going to focus on the fifth trumpet. I think what I'm going to inform you with or kind of give you my interpretation will enlighten you, but also to the point where what I'm going to explain will actually make some common sense. And then we'll take the rest of God's word to help us with it. First of all, as we break apart the trumpets, the fifth trumpet here needs to be separated from the other four. And we have a clue of that in Revelation 8, verse 13, before the fifth trumpet is introduced. Let me read to it so it kind of gives you an idea that these last uh, three trumpets are also separated. As I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth. (coughs) Because of the trumpet blast about to be sounded by the three other angels. You would say, well, why not be woe, woe, woe to the first four trumpets? Those are also devastating to the earth and to the inhabitants of the earth. But I believe it's because the last three are also called the three woes of Revelation. In fact, the words woe, woe, woe are already in the text. But later on, we find that the first woe has passed, the second woe is yet to come. That is because these are also the last three trumpets. And the reason why I feel that there's a shift in the definitions of the two separation, or the separation in the two sets of trumpets is that these last three are demonic in nature. And that is something that we are going to look at here uh, on the show today. Let's start in Revelation 9, verse 1. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from from the sky to the earth. Now, this is a repeat of something that already had happened. And we've seen this star that had fallen, 
in the earlier trumpets. I believe we on Earth will see this as an asteroid or a meteor. Um, depends on however you want to look at that. But that is something that it comes from heaven, and it hits the Earth, and it causes a number of catastrophic events on the Earth. But notice how this star has a gift of something. It is it has a gift to, to do something where a meteor or an asteroid as a piece of rock is not able to do a an, an act, um, something that can be done with hands. And one of the things is to open something. So we know that this star is a metaphor for what we find out. Maybe as you've studied some of my archived shows, you will see that I have determined that this star, in fact, this is proof later on in Revelation, the star that falls from heaven is actually Satan being thrown out of heaven after a war with Michael. But notice, the star is given a key to open the shaft of the abyss. So there is proof right there that as a rock, of course, that cannot open something. But this is the metaphor explaining Satan having authority over the abyss. When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like smoke of a, gide- of, of a gigantic furnace. Now, <coughs> I do believe that when this asteroid hits the earth, it causes um, an, a vol- like a volcanic eruption. It penetrates through the earth's crust, and it then opens up the part of the a part of hell. But it also opens up the earth's crust. So this would explain how, in the next part of the verse, the sun and the sky were darkened by the smoke of the abyss. This is no pun intended, but this is a smoke screen for what is to come out of the abyss. Out of the smoke, locusts came down upon the earth and were given power like that of scorpions of the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those people who did not have the seal of God upon their foreheads. This one I struggled with for some time until I ran across the verse in Ephesians that gives us very clear depth as to what this is explaining. First of all, we do know that there's a sealing of certain people. The seal of God is placed on the forehead of the 144,000. So many people were told that this was the infliction of pain, of a, like the pain of a scorpion, on all the people except for the 144,000. But what I found to be contradictory to that is there are believers upon the earth. And a demon... It, I believe that we are protected from demons. We are shown throughout the Bible that the word of God is a hedge of protection, that we are protected, us and our families, from demonic oppression. Um, Now, that can be argued by some people who have been demon-possessed while claiming to be Christians. But at the same time, this is also something that it seems like everybody is, you would say, pestered by these locusts, except for those who have a mark on their forehead. So I struggle that a little bit until I come across this verse in Ephesians chapter 1. In some Bibles, it's it's verse 13, and others, it's verse 14. In my Bible, it's Ephesians 1, verse 13. And you also were were included in Christ when you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. 
Having believed, in other words, when you become saved or when you are a believer, you are marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit. That, to me, is a divine mark given to those who are believers, or as soon as you become saved, the Holy Spirit comes into your life, and you are marked with a seal. And that seal is to prevent a demonic possession. And that's part of the verse where I struggle with, that those who are demon-possessed cannot have Christ in them also. The two cannot live in the same person. So that goes into a whole other show. But this is the idea here, that believers who are upon the earth, as well as the 144,000 who are actually believers too, these are the people protected by this demonic invasion. Now, let's go ahead and take this apart here. Um, First of all, I have seen many interpretations about what these locusts are. John is seeing something that he is not acquainted with. And many times I've seen this being explained as the locusts being Apache helicopters, where the stingers or the weapons are in the tail of the helicopter. However, I see this as something different just by the description of the locusts. First of all, understand here, John is given an insight or an increased sight where he is able to see angels. He describes angels in detail throughout Revelation. So then also he is able to see demons. We on earth cannot see them. Some have the gift, yes, but most of us do not. We do not see our guardian angel, and we do not see the demons that are also in the world. They are real, and they are something invisible to us. But John is given the sight to see them, and he describes them. Now, going on to Revelation 9, verse 5, they, and these are the demons, were not given power to kill them, that would be the people, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like that of a sting of a scorpion when it strikes a man. During those days, men will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but the death will elude them. Now, I find this difficult to comprehend because how in the world would people try and kill themselves and then would not be able to do so? I believe that these demons will also have the power of mind control. So that is that possibility. It's also a possibility that a drug will be in the marketplace that can be purchased or be given to those who are inflicted here, which takes away the desire of suicide. Um, that's also a possibility. But I do believe the demons also have power over the mind as they inflict the person with the sting of a scorpion, which I've never felt, but I've known the sting of a hornet. And I believe it's been said that the scorpion is ten times worse than the sting of a hornet. And if you are plagued with this constantly over the course of five months, I can see why men would try to kill themselves but the idea will leave them. Um, I don't think babies and infants and small children are uh, kept from this. I believe you don't have the seal of God. You will be inflicted with this pain. Revelation, verse uh, in the same chapter, verse 7, describes the locust in detail. They look like horses prepared for battle. On their heads they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. 
Their hair was like woman's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth, and they had breastplates like breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails and stings like scorpions, and in their tails they had the power to torrent people for five months. First of all, let's understand here at the uh, description of a locust. First of all, we... John has the term locust here because they seem to look like grasshoppers or they have the characteristics of them. It is possible that these demons keep together as a swarm. They're able to fly, obviously very quickly. Um, Maybe they scatter over the whole earth. Once that abyss is opened, they scatter over the whole earth in the matter of minutes, seconds, days, don't know. But they're able to fly, which means they're able to travel very quickly. And they travel together. So in other words, when you, in, in truth, if you are a farmer, or for, even if you are a gardener, if you see one locust, you know that the time has come or you see many more of them. And the season of grasshoppers has come upon you. Same thing here with these demons. They take on the characteristics of a swarm of locusts. So they stay together. And when you see one, you're going to see many more. Notice the characteristics of these they have crowns of gold upon their head that is an indication that these are rulers or are higher up in the levels of hell i guess you could put it that way the abyss is a possibility of a different place than hell and with that they have crowns but they look like humans they have human faces so are these people who have lived on the earth before and obviously were thrown into hell. But based on their levels of whatever in hell, they ranked up the level so that they now are at the crowning level where they're able to get out and torment people. Um, I think if if the actual people on earth could see these demons, they would die from fright right there. And I think that is the reason why we are not able to see demons. It would scare the tar out of us normal people. So, again, I would say consider this a literal translation that the five months is an actual length of five months. Plan on marking a calendar. And the ones that you are seeing being stung, they're not believers. That's another clue that God has given us. My name, again, is Christine White. You can reach me at one 9752 I've got also email. And that is explain this at att.net. I'd love to hear from you. I do have a, I do have a book that I wrote. It's called Explain This. It's a verse by verse explanation of the Book of Revelation, and it can be purchased on Kindle for ninety nine cents, or for nine ninety nine on my website. Thank you.